Welcome to the I Am Vinyl podcast. My name is Pete. I'd like to thank you for tuning in here at cnjradio.com or if you're a subscriber via Apple Podcasts. And now we're also available to listen to on Spotify. So please check us out there as well. And today's episode is going to be another random set of 25 songs that I've picked out based on some recent spins, some recent notable anniversaries, and similar to episode four, there's going to be a section based on some recent anniversaries from 30 years ago from 1989 and some other additional randomness to round out the show. But before I get to the first song, we're going to flash back to August 28th, 1986, in front of 74,000 people in Toronto, Ontario, from Exhibition Stadium, and I'll just say, let's go to the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is a snake pit match. No disqualification. Anything and everything goes. One fall will win this contest. In the ring from Stone Mountain, Georgia, weighing 249 pounds, Jake the Snake Roberts. And his opponent, down the aisle towards the ring from Hawaii weighing 237 pounds Ricky the Dragon Steve Boat
Released in June of 1982, that was Sirius and Eye in the Sky by the Alan Parsons Project from the album Eye in the Sky. And I could not play those two tracks without acknowledging some classic WWF wrestling from the 80s, which was such a huge part of my life growing up. And I'm also going to send those two tracks out to Joey and Chris from the Wrestling House Show, which you can tune into right here at cnjradio.com. And also I'm going to send those two tracks out to all old school WWF fans. And so moving on, I'm going to play a track now that's a little bit heavier than what we just heard. And it's from an album that was released on September 3rd, 1991. And in this case, it's a German import pressing that was delivered earlier this week as I'm recording this podcast. And it's by the band Overkill from the album Horoscope. And the track I'm going to play is the opening track, and it's called Coma.
Coma by Overkill from the German import pressing of Horoscope. And the reason that I ordered that German import pressing from Discogs is because back in January of 2017, Rhino Records released a first-ever U.S. pressing on 180-gram vinyl as part of their Start Your Ear Off Right promotion. But there were several problems with this pressing. Most notably, the audio output overall is very low. And because of that problem, and because of the fact that you have to jack up the volume so much, you're going to be subjected to a bunch of very loud audible pops. And so with that album being my favorite album by Overkill, I felt that a better pressing was needed in my collection. And the German import pressing was definitely the answer to that problem. So moving on now, I'm going to play a track by a band who just released their first album in 23 years, back on August 23rd, 2019. And the band is Sacred Reich, and the album is called Awakening. And this is going to come from my Clear with Black Splatter vinyl press. And the track I'm going to play is the closing track on the album, and it's called Something to Believe.
Something to Believe by Sacred Reich from a great comeback album by them called Awakening. And so next we're going to go into our section of albums that were released in 1989, which recently hit their 30-year anniversary of release. And the first album that we're going to feature is an album that was released on August 4th, 1989. And it would be the first album that I would ever hear and purchase by this band from the West Coast. And it's another thrash band, Testament. And the album is called Practice What You Preach. And the track I'm going to play is the second single and video that was released. And it was simply called The Ballad.
Featuring some of my all-time favorite guitar solos in all of thrash metal music, courtesy of Alex Skolnick, that was The Ballad by Testament from the album Practice What You Preach. And as I've said on previous episodes, that was another band and record that I got into courtesy of MTV's Headbangers Ball. And so we're going to move on now to a pretty big album from 1989 that had a hell of a lot of hype behind it, which was released on September 1st, 1989. And I vividly recall sitting on a friend's steps down the block from me with my little boombox, and we were listening to one of our local radio stations here called Z100, and they made an announcement that they were going to play the brand new single from Motley Crue called Dr. Feelgood. And so, being a pretty excited Motley Crue fan at that time, I ran around the corner to a local little grocery store that happened to sell some cheap budget blank tapes at the counter, and I picked up one of these blank tapes raced back to my friend's house and waited for Z100 to play the track, which they eventually did a few minutes later. And then a few weeks later, I did eventually pick up the record at a local store called Music Stop. And so, from Motley Crue's big number one album from 1989, Dr. Feelgood, here's a track that I think is one of the more underrated singles from the album, and it's called Same Old Situation. Shit, 
Motley Crue with Same Old Situation from their biggest selling album to date, Dr. Feelgood. So we're going to move on now to an album that was released on September 5th, 1989. And we're going to journey over to Seattle for this one. But appropriately, the track that I'm going to play sort of takes some swipes at music and lyrics by bands just like Motley Crue. And this was literally the first song that I had ever heard from this band, thanks to a friend that I've mentioned here on this show a few times, Frank Verderame. I don't recall if he bought the tape himself or if he borrowed it and brought it over to my house at the time, but he did bring it over mainly for the sole purpose of having me hear this song. And if I recall correctly, he even realized that it was taking shots at bands like Motley Crue. So he had to play the song for me so I could hear it. And the song is called Big Dumb Sex. And if you haven't figured it out by now, it's by Soundgarden from the album Louder Than Love. And this is going to come from the 180 gram reissue that was released on August 26, 2016. So without further ado, here is Big Dumb Sex. <laughs>
Rest in Peace, Chris Cornell. That was Big Dumb Sex by Soundgarden from the album Louder Than Love. And to this day, I still find it pretty funny that of all the songs that I would hear first from the so-called grunge music bands, it would end up being that one. So let's move on to an album that was released on September 6th, 1989, and has been one of my favorite albums of 89 pretty much ever since. And the album is by Fester Pussycat, and it's called Wake Me When It's Over. And in this case, I'm going to play a track from the Rhino Rocktober edition and reissue that was released on October 25th, 2016. And the track I'm going to play is the first single from the record, and it's called Poison Ivy.
Fester Pussycat with Poison Ivy from the album Wake Me When It's Over. And Fester Pussycat would briefly open for Kiss on the Hot in the Shade tour in 1990. And the next track I'm going to play is by another band that would also briefly open for Kiss on that same Hot in the Shade tour in 1990. And they released their debut EP at some point in 1989. I don't have the exact date. And funny enough, the name of the band also happens to be the name of one of the tracks on Kiss's album, Hot in the Shade, Little Caesar. And the track I'm going to play is the title track from their debut EP, and it's called Name Your Poison.
Little Caesar with the title track off their debut EP, Name Your Poison. And that was another fairly recent Discogs order that I had placed, where the seller only was asking for $13 for a sealed copy, which for me, having owned the cassette for around 30 years at this point, and not owning a cassette deck anymore, I was very, very pleased to be able to get a vinyl copy of that one for only 13 bucks and sealed. And so moving on, we're going to play a track now from an album that was released on September 12th, 1989, with much hype, just like Motley Crue's Dr. Feel Good. And in this case, I can also vividly recall sitting in our living room at home with a VHS tape waiting on pause to record the world premiere of the video for Love in an Elevator. And so if you haven't figured it out by now, we are talking about Aerosmith and the album Pump. But I'm not going to play Love in an Elevator. I think it's been heard ad nauseum. The track I'm going to play is called Monkey on My Back. Oh, <laughs> 
Aerosmith with Monkey on My Back from Pump, which to many fans, myself included, is their last truly great album from front to back. And if you've never seen the making of Pump, please make it a point to try to find that and watch it. It is definitely one of the best making of documentaries of all time. So we're going to move on now to an album, actually a compilation, that was released in November of 1989. And this was following the infamous and historical Moscow Music Peace Festival, which featured Skid Row, Cinderella, Bon Jovi, Motley Crue, Gorky Park, Ozzy Osbourne, and the Scorpions with Klaus Mein. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. This is a compilation entitled Stairway to Heaven, Highway to Hell under the Make a Difference Foundation banner. And this is actually a gold stamp promo copy that I own. The track we're going to play is by Skid Row, and it's a cover of the Sex Pistols classic Holidays in the Sun. Staring all night, staring all day, and I 
Skid Row with their cover of the Sex Pistols' Holidays in the Sun from the Make a Difference Foundation compilation, Stairway to Heaven, Highway to Hell. And we're going to move on to the final track of this 1989 feature of albums that were released over 30 years ago. And this is going to be from an album that was originally released on February 7th, 1989, which was recently given a 30th anniversary limited and numbered silver 180 gram edition by Music on Vinyl. And in this instance, I have copy number 69 of 1000. And this was reissued on August 2nd of 2019. And the band is called Metal Church. The album is called Blessing in Disguise. And the track I'm going to play is the very first song I'd ever heard from Metal Church. And once again, thanks to MTV's Headbangers Ball and also shows like Hard 30 and Hard 60. And the track I'm going to play is called Badlands.
Metal Church with Badlands from the album Blessing in Disguise, which was produced by Terry Date, and I still say to this day is his most poorly produced album, just in terms of the sound quality, not the songs. But I will say, if you are a fan of Metal Church, I would recommend picking up this pressing, as it is a slight improvement over the original, which I also own. And also, if you're a fan of Metal Church, we're not done with them just yet on this show. I'm going to play another track now, but we're going to go to the follow-up album after they had ended their relationship with Elektra Records and signed with Epic Records. They released this album on March 26, 1991. And the track I'm going to play is from a Music on Vinyl 180-gram black pressing that was released on July 22, 2013. And this track and video was fairly popular on MTV's Headbangers Ball at the time. And the song is called Date with Poverty.
second one in a row there by Metal Church from the album The Human Factor. That was Date With Poverty. And that would be their only record that they would end up recording and releasing for Epic Records. We're still not done with Metal Church yet because recently I had ordered one of their more recent albums that came out on March 25th, 2016. And it was one of my favorite albums from 2016. And it's their album called Eleven. And the track I'm going to play is the second song on the album, and it's called Killing Your Time.
from their first album in 23 years at that point with Mike Howe on vocals. That was Metal Church with Killing Your Time from the album Eleven. And that's also going to end this triple block of Metal Church songs on this episode. And I hope if you hadn't really been into them before or if you'd never heard them before, that maybe I did something there to get you into them a little bit and raise your interest in listening to more of their stuff. And so we're going to move on now to a little mini feature on some anniversaries that had recently passed for some albums that were released in 1984, 35 years ago. And the first one that we're going to talk about and feature here is an album by Dokken, and it's called Tooth and Nail, which was originally released on September 14th, 1984. The track I'm going to play, it's not one of the singles, it's not the title track. We're going to go a little deeper into the album to a track that I've always really liked every time I listen to this album, and it's called Bullets to Spare.
Dokken with Bullets to Spare from the album Tooth and Nail. And so we're going to move on now to another album that was released over 35 years ago, back on September 13th, 1984. And this is going to come from my original Gold Stamp promo copy that I picked up a few years ago at Princeton Record Exchange in New Jersey. The album is by Kiss, and it's called Animalize. And the track we're going to play is the album opener, I've Had Enough, Into the Fire.
Kiss with I've Had Enough Into the Fire, the opening track from the album Animalize. And that's going to wrap up this little mini feature on some recent anniversaries of albums that were released 35 years ago in 1984. But we're not going to end this little block of Kiss tunes just yet. We're going to play one more track. And this is from another album that recently hit its anniversary of release, with the original release date being September 12th, 1985. And it's their follow-up album, Asylum. And this album has always had a special place in my mind for me because it was the first studio record that was bought for me soon after its original release. And this was purchased for me by my mom as sort of a back-to-school motivational gift, as I recall at the time. Didn't really work because I was never generally great in school, but I still have the copy of that record to this day. And this track is going to come from that copy, and the song is the first video that was released for the album. No official single for whatever reason, and the song is called Who Wants to Be Lonely?
Kiss with Who Wants to Be Lonely from the album Asylum. And again, that was from my first copy that was gifted to me by my mom back in 85. I would eventually go on to get another couple of copies. In uh, 1990, I remember going to a store called The Wiz in Flatbush, Brooklyn. And I picked up a copy for $3.99 in the bargain bin. And this was at the time when vinyl was being phased out of a lot of stores. So that was really nice to find. It still had the animalized live and uncensored order form inside, which I had long lost for my original copy. And then I picked up the 2014 180-gram edition. When I was listening to the digital files before I recorded this commentary and put together the show, I really noticed the groove wear in that one. And then I really thought about it, and that record has probably been played on close to 10 different turntables between the ones that I've had and probably playing it on others who either borrowed it or if I brought it to their house. So, yeah, that thing has been played an awful lot. So definitely a good reason to have another couple of copies of that one for me personally. And so we're going to move on now to another album. And this is actually another album that recently celebrated an anniversary and a pretty big one, as this one was released 40 years ago on September 21st, 1979. And this is by far my favorite album by Cheap Trick and the album is Dream Police and so this is from my original copy from 79 and the track we're going to play is one of my favorites from Cheap Trick in general and it's called Voices
Cheap Trick with Voices from the album Dream Police. And we're going to move on next to another album that recently hit its anniversary, originally released on August 12th, 1991. And to say that this album had a lot of hype behind it before it was released would definitely be an understatement. It had a free listening party at Madison Square Garden. And if you haven't figured out which album I'm talking about yet, it's the Black Album from Metallica. In my personal history with this album, I was lucky enough to get the album a couple of days early on August 10th, thanks to my older brother Vincent. He was playing in a band at the time with a guitar player named Rob, and he happened to work at that store that I had mentioned a little while ago called The Wiz. And so we went there, and he had me wait in line, and I remember this very well. He went to the back, and he came out with the CD, double-bagged, and I had to wait behind uh, probably two or three more people to pay. And so once I got to the front of the line, he rung me up, and I walked out of there with my brother and basically felt like I was going to be the coolest kid on my block when I got home. So that's my little personal history with the Black Album. And the track I'm going to play is from the double LP reissue that was released on August 25th, 2014. And at this point, it's probably my favorite track on the album. And it's called My Friend of Misery.
I'm going to use a word as heard from Jason Newstead in the infamous movie Some Kind of Monster and say, from an album that has sold squillions of copies, that was My Friend of Misery from the Black Album by Metallica. I'm going to move on next to another release from the summer of 1991, and this comes from a picture disc, and specifically it's a picture disc of Kiss's God Gave Rock and Roll to You Too from the Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey soundtrack. And this is another recent addition to my collection thanks to Discogs that I had to order via overseas. And I'm going to play one of the B-sides from this picture disc, and it's by King's X, and the song is called Junior's Gone Wild.
King's X with Junior's Gone Wild from the UK picture disc single by Kiss, God Gave Rock and Roll to You Too. So that's an instance where I not only bought that for my Kiss vinyl collection, but also for my King's X vinyl collection. And so I'm going to move on next to another limited and numbered edition by Music on Vinyl that I had recently spun. The album was originally released on August 2nd, 1986, and this reissue, which is a limited numbered edition on purple and gold 180-gram vinyl, was released sometime in 2016 as I couldn't find an official date. And the album is Night Songs by Cinderella. And the track I'm going to play is one of the deep cuts on the album and one of my favorites, and it's called Nothing for Nothing.
from my Music on Vinyl limited and numbered edition purple and gold 180 gram vinyl number 988 of 1000 that was nothing for nothing from Cinderella's Night Songs. I'm going to move on next to another limited edition colored vinyl reissue. This one just recently came out on September 20th, 2019 and it's a limited to only 300 on white vinyl. And it was released by Deadline Records. And it's the debut album from White Lion, which was originally released on November 9th, 1985 in Japan and June 1986 here in the United States. The album was originally recorded for Elektra Records and was then rejected. And so it was eventually licensed to Japan and to Grand Slam Records here in the United States. And the track I'm going to play is the title track, Fight to Survive. Oh, bring up your shield 
I think it's safe to say that they were influenced by the first two Ozzy Osbourne records with Randy Rhodes on that one. And that was White Lion with the title track from their debut album, Fight to Survive, the limited edition white vinyl reissue, limited to only 300 copies. And I actually do have an original pressing of that one on Grand Slam Records, but it's a misprint pressing where the tracks on the label don't match the actual tracks on the vinyl itself. So I was glad that this reissue came out as that righted that wrong from the original pressing. And so next I'm going to play a track from an album that I talked about on the very first episode of the I Am Vinyl podcast, and it's still one of my favorite albums of 2019, and it was released on January 25th, 2019, and it's by Puppy, and the album is called The Goat, and this is from the limited edition pink vinyl, and the track I'm going to play is called Poor Me.
Puppy with Poor Me from the album The Goat on limited edition pink vinyl. And once again, I do highly recommend checking out that entire album if you like the tracks that I've played so far here on the I Am Vinyl podcast. And so next I'm going to play a track from a record that was originally released in fall winter of 1993, but didn't even see a vinyl press until last year on January 8th, 2018, when a record company out of Italy called Night of the Vinyl Dead released this 180-gram press on yellow with orange splatter vinyl. The band is Warrior Soul, and the album is their fourth and final obligation at the time to DGC Geffen Records, and the album is called Chill Pill. And in this instance, I have a limited and numbered edition number two of 333, which is mainly thanks to my ordering directly from the record company via email before they even put the album on their website. As I saw, there was a few postings on Facebook by Warrior Soul, so I just got in touch with them directly and tried to get it as soon as possible. And in this case, I want to send this track out to the memory of somebody who recently passed away here in Brooklyn, New York, and was one of the local musicians and somebody who was a friend of mine, mainly on Facebook, but uh, a good friend to a lot of people that I know. And he would always like and comment on my Warrior Soul posts pretty much every single time. So I want to send this track out to the memory of Walter Raymond, and it's called Shock 'em Down.
Rest in Peace, Walter Raymond. That was Shock 'em Down by Warrior Soul from the album Chill Pill. And now we're going to close out the show with a couple of tracks, also in memory of someone who recently passed away. And we found out very late on the night of September 15th that Rico Kasich from The Cars had passed away. And so I know there's probably going to be a lot of shows that are going to be focused on playing a lot of material by The Cars in his memory. But in this instance, I want to play a couple of tracks from two of my favorite records that he produced. And the first one I'm going to play is from an album that was originally released on April 15th, 1983. And I'm going to play a track from a reissue that came out sometime in 2015. I could not find a definite date of release on this one. And it's by The Bad Brains. And the album is Rock for Light. And the track I'm going to play is the opening track, Coptic Times. with Coptic Times from the 2015 reissue of Rock for Light. And for those fans that are wondering, yes, I do slow down the pitch on that vinyl, and it's the only one in my entire collection that I do so, because I, like many fans, would prefer that album to sound more realistic in its speed instead of how it sounded from the early 90s reissues and beyond. And so with that said... Let's go to the next and final track of this episode of the I Am Vinyl podcast and closing out this tribute to Rico Kasich. And it's an album that was originally released on May 10th, 1994. And this is going to come from the Mobile Fidelity Sound Lab limited and numbered 
180-gram blue marbled vinyl edition, number 1737, which was released on October 28th, 2016. And it's by Weezer from the Blue Album. And the track I'm going to play is the closing track on the album, Only in Dreams.
Rest in Peace, and Thank You for All the Great Music, Rick Ocasek. That was Weezer with Only in Dreams from their debut album, a.k.a. The Blue Album. And so that is going to close out this episode of the I Am Vinyl podcast here at cnjradio.com. And as always, I encourage you all to please check out our other shows, The Wrestling House Show, Rock Strikes 10, The Synaptic Empire, Talking Rock, and The Last Theater. So until our next episode, we'll see you here next time here on the I Am Vinyl podcast on cnjradio.com.